it's like that kind of weird, like, I don't know, maybe the show should be over soon. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it's like still good. It's kind of like the crown, like how the crown is now basically like, yeah, and then Prince William lost all his hair. It's like, God, we got that far. Yeah, that we're quickly? pretty much caught up to yeah. reality on the crown. <laughs> Which I haven't watched the second part yet of the of the last season. They just released it. Of, of the, the crown? crown? Yeah. I, oh. I, I didn't watch any of it. Yeah. I haven't caught up to the new queen. I'm uh, still in Olivia um, Coleman. Umbridge. And yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still in Olivia Coleman as queen. Nah. It's it's not bad. It's good. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. But apparently yeah. It's like my bread and butter type show. I just haven't kept up watching it. I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. Oh, I'm Darius. And I'm Mark. And Mark, are you grumpy? <laughs> I feel like you might be grumpy. And we can't hear Jan. We can't hear Jan again. We can't hear Jan again. <laughs> and apparently we were all on the naughty list because santa is punishing us this is technically our christmas episode santa is punishing us um while jan's trying to figure out his thing uh today we watched ds9 rivals episode 2 season 11 no season 11 season 2 episode 11 um this is written by Joe Panows- Joe Panowski. Joe Manowski. <laughs> Joe Manowski. Uh story by Jim Trombetta. There you are. We hey, hear he's Trumbell? back, baby. Trum- Jim Trumbell. Trombetta. 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 And Michael Trumbetta. Pillar. And directed by David Livingston. <laughs> uh, it's I, missed like, I missed yeah, that I old bit. I missed that old bit. Yeah, I thought I'd <laughs> um, okay, so you can't hear me. Yes, yes, we can hear oh you. God. Uh, we can hear you now. I have a guys. Oh, oh, go ahead. Don't. Oh, I was just gonna say I have a Star Trek related anecdote from life. Absolutely, go for it. Uh, I went to the um community college swap meet yesterday. That's in the LA Community College parking lot, and there's this uh-huh. guy there that is always selling DVDs. He has this like he. He's told me he has a storage unit full of DVDs and Blu-rays and VHSs that are his own personal collection, and he goes there every weekend and just hawks them for like a dollar, <laughs> like just throws, gives them out. And I walked up and I saw every single season, every single episode and season box set of TNG on DVD, and I was like, "Scoop, what did you want for it?" I was like, "Oh man, I I got to get this." But there was one season that wasn't there. It was four. And I was like looking. I was like, man, where's where's season four? And all of a sudden, this guy comes behind me and is like, these are mine. (laughs) (laughs) He had season four. He's like, I'm buying these. And I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) These are mine. So his his way of keeping somebody from buying it was taking season four yeah. with him well, around yes. to the rest of the swap meet. Well, no, he was he was talking to the guy the guy oh. whose booth it was. But I bought a season of of Seinfeld because he had a couple boxes of Seinfeld, and I'm just on a a a roll of. I think I'm just gonna start collecting. Uh, seasons of TV shows on DVD just to... But like random <laughs> seasons, sure. not all of them. Well, I want to just... get all... I'm slowly collecting Seinfeld. I'm slowly trying to get all of Seinfeld. Gotcha. Uh, but the... He gave it to me for a buck. A whole season of Seinfeld and I was like, wow, I could have gotten all seven of those for literally seven dollars. Probably. Yeah. And I, he would have charged you maybe like 10 or 15 because no, it is. This dude, I was listening to him talk to the other guy. Are you serious? And he was literally like, I don't want to charge you too much, man. Like, let's do seven. <laughs> and the guy was like, no, here, take 10. He's like, nah, man, you know, just give me seven. <laughs> and I was like, I love this guy. Fuck. The <laughs> hippie, like, communist people you, like, the circles you travel in it's are so best. amazing. <laughs> nah, man. I'm still loving to imagine that this guy, uh, his way of like reserving it for the rest of the day was taking season four. He grabs the best season of the show. one season, walks around the rest of the swap meet because he knows anyone interested in the full box set I would of it him. would go like, there's a season missing. I can't. like, And would look for the season. Yeah. And then 
go up to the guy and the guy would be like, oh yeah, because it's being bought by somebody else. Brutal. It's also the best season. <laughs> season four is the best season. Season four is pretty great. Ar- arguably the best <laughs> season. Yeah. Ugh, brutal. Anyway. That's my, sorry, my anecdote for the pod. <laughs> Someday oh, you'll, you'll get all seven. He's gone again. Your he's gone again. Stocking. There he is. Now he's, oh, back. he's back. No, you're back. You're back. Jan's going to die. It's something about your mic. Explode. It's something about your mic in Zoom, Jan. It might be a connection, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. He's been, he's been recording fine. The whole time. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 The whole time, it's I've seen my waveform on my Audacity, so mm-hmm. there is something going on with Zoom. Um, Zoom. So let's try to do the runabout while it's working. Well, let's right. okay. Let's I, intro I was, the show. I was gonna, but I was really gonna jump in real quick because Aesops is in the chat and said that they asked if we were seeing if we saw the Armin Shimmerman interview where he said he hated the Seinfeld cast. I did. What? I saw that. Because he, he was in like one episode, he was in one episode, and he said um, while he was there, n- nobody acknowledged him. I could see being on Seinfeld as like the one of the worst experiences because everybody is just so like. Well, Michael R- Michael R- Richards is a known racist, anti-Semitic asshole. Like he's of course like that's yeah known. Um, that's Kramer. He's anti-Semitic, and he worked on Seinfeld. Yeah. What? Oh. What? I didn't know he was in. I thought he just. Had I, that I knew blow he up. he made a ve- he did a very bad stand up set <laughs> in um, two thousand five. And then everyone else. I mean, it's just like when you. I mean, to a certain extent, I get like in regular society being like, okay, leave me alone. I'm just trying to live live my life. But like when you're on set with people, like being terrible to people when you're when you're on set. Like being terrible what to the extras. Was he on? That I don't know. Uh, we, so he was an extra on, or like, did he have a character? I think he had a part. He oh, had like okay. a like a role, like a bit part. Gotcha. Woof. <clears throat> That's a bummer. I could just I could see that being terrible because they are just all in their own shit, and you're just like nobody's going to acknowledge you because everyone's worried about how they come across in the show. I could see that. Yeah. Also, if it's like season six or seven, <laughs> and they're just like, I don't want to fucking be here anymore. And they're like, I'm rolling in the dough too. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to my yacht. I want to leave. I want to get oh, out of here. Man. All right, now we can intro the show. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that that got put in there. I think Michael Richards is Jewish. Oh, then maybe he's not. He also I think he was <laughs> doing a bit, <laughs> which was not a good idea to do a bit. To be anti-Semitic, but he's, <laughs> from what I'm reading here, he's but Jewish. To, <laughs> there are such things as anti-Semitic Jews. There absolutely are people who have self-hatred. Yeah. This is very true. There are homophobic gays. Trust me, I know some of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. The, the Uncle Tom uh, paradox or yeah. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. George yeah. Santos exists. So. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, all okay, right, no, let's he's do not it. born by blood Jewish, and he has not formally gone into conversion. I think some people are saying. I don't I'm know. This is this looks like it was a disaster. So I don't. I don't really <laughs> want to get into this. <laughs> Good thing this isn't a Seinfeld pod. All right, you're listening to an indie source production. Um, so make uh, uh, get in your car, uh, turn it on, drive down to the swap meet. Pay your two dollars to get in. Uh, go to your DVD guy. Uh, see all the DVDs of Star Trek there, uh, and then start grab one of them, uh, just one season, and then walk around <laughs> for a good hour, um, and then come back and see that all your DVDs are still there because you saved them. Um, and then, so please, God, somebody help me here. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, we were, oh you were doing such a good job. I know. I'm right. I'm right. So point. <laughs> and then, as you're sw- searching through those DVDs, you, you, you like, you're like, wait, what's this? And you like uncover this crazy looking DVD of these four people uh, with mics in front of their face, and you're like, what is this? You pull out your little Walkman, you flip it open, you throw the DVD in there. 
and it's not a DVD, it's a CD, and you press play, and you get transported to your... We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Dylan, we were giving you a chance to do it, but you haven't done it in a while. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I was running out of steam there. It's like bread and butter. Galvanic around the other Within 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 your opening, it made me realize that you would not have spent seven dollars. You would have spent nine dollars on it because you had to pay two dollars to get into the swap. Meet. This is true. This okay. You're you, this is true. You're right. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> I did come out with some good stuff, though. I found some fun, did you? Some fun stuff. Yeah, I got a little uh, <clears throat> Polaroid radio. It looks like a Polaroid film box, but Question. it's a little radio. That's yes. Cool. Do you throw things away? Uh, just in general, as like a human. No, being? like, <laughs> like, because you accumulate all this stuff. Do you ever throw any of it away? Uh, like in the trash. Yeah, or like. Give it away to other people, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I was, I was wondering, like, is your apartment slowly turning into like a hoarder's nest? No, no, no. Full no. of I, like, I, full I, of like, new uh, old media and like, like, oh, like, do I need a fifth laserdisc player? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But no, <laughs> if I've got one of something, it's usually good, unless it's like, unless I'm collecting like cameras or something like that. I mean, you can see. The room is not. Yeah, his room's not, it's a, not okay. a disaster. A back total there. disaster. No, I just I got, saw I the things on your bed. Nice. It looks like it was spilling over onto your bed. Like no, that's just from. There's just like that's just stuff that I just brought into the house. That's just stuff, stuff that he just brought into the house. Mark. It just, yeah, just, brought, he just brought it in. Just, he doesn't just have now. a problem. It's just, just like now. he just brought all. I that swear stuff to God, I don't have a problem. I swear to God, outside this room is not just. Packed to the brim. He with doesn't shit. just shovel things outside his room so that he can record a podcast <laughs> to make it look like every he's not single episode. Things. That's what my cousin <laughs> says about his meth addict, meth addiction. <laughs> I, I try to live similarly. Like if I get something to replace something, I I will sell or give away the other version of it. I think and at, at this, point, I also never throw anything away. That's very hard for me to do. I can't I throw a yeah. functional thing away. I'm that, I'm that way with give iPhones. It. I have like six old iPhones. Yeah. I'll give them away. Those. I mean, it's probably um, too late. But. but also at this point, my anxiety and OCD have pushed me to a point where like I have to have a semi-tidy apartment. So I can't get to the full like hoarder status. <clears throat> I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, someday, buddy. You never know. Never yeah, stop Shoot dreaming. for the stars. Yeah. Never stop yeah. ever stopping. You were talking about the banner ad on top of Memory Alpha for you earlier. Yes. And I just switched over to Memory Alpha because I was clearing out some tabs. And the banner ad on top of this Memory Alpha page for me is My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. There's a three? Streaming only on Peacock. The poster poster for that is the worst AI generated thing I've ever seen in my life. She, her neck is like bent to the side like something out of like a horror movie. Um... It's and I like a big fire geek wedding movie. I like the first one. I didn't see the other ones, but um it's like when would they let movie studios use AI to do movie posters? Um it's yeah. terrible. <laughs> oh my my ads are blocked. I have an ad block. I have I mean, ad blocker on too. I don't, I don't have banner ads. See what mine are. What ad blocker do you have that's blocking the banner ads? It's called You Block. Uh, mine's ad block one. Yeah, I'm using AdBlock, but it's not blocking the banner ads. Hmm. Marla, what are you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> we should do the runabout. We should try to get that Let's done. Let's do the runabout. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Or do we do, do, we do credits first? We already, we already did, did credits. credits. I just we did ran the through credits somehow. I mean, the act, I can do the actors real we quick. We didn't do the actor credits yet because there was a special, um, special actor was in this one. A uh, special actor who played... Does anybody know who this actor voiced? A very famous uh, animated Christmas movie, actually. 
um, the guest star on this episode voiced anyone? Anyone? No. Hold on, I haven't seen it in forever. Jack Skellington. Yeah. Oh. Really? Jackie Skellington. Yes. What's the name uh, of this his, actor? Is it? His name is Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. Yes. No relation Martis. to Susan. No, that's oh. his, his first oh. wife was Susan Sarandon. And she kept <laughs> the name. I know him as Prince Humperdinck from uh, yes. Princess Bride. Also Prince yeah. Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck. It's very interesting because um, he he plays just evil dudes with his face, but his voice as Jack Skellington is like kind of fun and sweet. I and didn't nice. know he was Jack Skellington. That's what's super interesting. That is brought to you by... Uh, my girlfriend, she told me that while we were watching this. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> she is like a human IMDb. She is. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's do this run, run, runabout. I will right, start well, it as the least qualified person to start it. Yeah, Jan didn't actually pick up the pieces. episode. Yeah, <laughs> Jan has watched the episode in the past, but yes. didn't rewatch the episode for today's episode. Yep. Get it. So, <laughs> so this will be fun. <clears throat> I'll so start it. And John, then... Dylan, me, Mark. Cool. Okay. okay. Oh, right. It's Deep Space Nine. Uh, the station is floating in space, and a runabout flies in front of the screen. There's a <laughs> comet that flies by. Uh, the cast, has, there's like 10 people. Uh, there's an Elorian who arrives at the station, and O'Brien and Bashir are playing racquetball. <laughs> They're playing racquetball, and Bashir is whipping fucking ass. Uh, O'Brien is getting his ass beat, uh, and he's he's pissed about it. He goes back to Keiko's like, I suck balls, this guy, he's I, he's better than me. Uh, and then the, the, the guy who's on the thing, he's in jail because he's a con man. The con man, Odo hates him. Uh, and then uh, he gets out of jail. I can't remember how, but he decides to open a rival bar to uh, Quarks because he's got this little gambling machine that he got from a guy in prison who died. Um, and then uh, we still got the rivalry going on between O'Brien and Bashir. They're still doing their, their racquetball thing. They gave me 35 minutes of this episode to do. Um, okay, so... They, waste the first five. So Quark <laughs> goes, oh, I'm going to get business back by having a uh, racquetball game that everyone can bet on nobody bets on o'brien but the good luck machines are causing good luck and bad luck to happen all over the ship and o'brien gets a shit ton of good luck uh and beats bashir and quark gets some money it's you did it you did great the the end of that is easy (laughs) it's like they got rival bars he sets up the big title match Um, and there's weird luck stuff going on keiko and o'brien totally bang uh, that, bang, right? Oh, absolutely. That yeah. part where Keiko's like, she's like, no matter you what, lose, we're gonna no matter celebrate. what, you're getting it. That's what she said. <laughs> and O'Brien is like, yeah, but I want to win. He doesn't yeah. even care. <laughs> he's like, it, it would feel better if I had won and we do it. Yeah, he's like, if I had yeah. lost, I'd much rather score on the racket versus court. victory sex. Yeah. That's that, that's how you know O'Brien is a true competitor. He's yeah, a, he right? is a true like, competitor. I do also want to point out that this man in jail that has the the gambling mas- machine, he uh-huh. straight up he dies. That he was the good luck outcome. That was. <laughs> Because he wished for it earlier. Because yeah. he was like, if I was dead, that would be sick. And then he wins and just dies. Yeah. And then yeah. the con man doesn't give a shit. He's like, hey. so Humperdinck is able to get out of jail because of the good luck machine. Because right. he, those people, those people were pressing charges, which is why he was in jail. And then he got good luck and they dropped the charges. That makes sense. Right. And that's how he got I, I, out of jail. I was very curious how they uh, <clears throat> scienced this one. Because uh, they were talking about probabilities neutrinos. and good lucks and like neutrinos spinning, things spinning <laughs> in like a certain direction, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck are they talking? Is this real? What's going on?" <laughs> well, it's like the neutrinos usually it's fifty fifty are spinning left and fifty uh, fifty fifty spinning left and right, <laughs> but then around the gambling machines it was a hundred percent spinning in one direction or the other direction, <laughs> like good luck, bad yep. luck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. These are my favorite. bullshit. 
These are my favorite I, kinds of episodes. Yeah, I, love them. I need I need Laura Dex to do something with this gambling machine. <laughs> it has it has to come back. It's such and a good honestly. Premise. I love I love that this gambling machine is like the security behind this thing is so low that he can just go replicate a bunch of, bunch of big big versions ones of it. <laughs> yeah, like like the replicator is like, oh, I could totally make a extremely dangerous probability field generating device. No problem. Six of them. <laughs> like, How many do you want? Yeah, you want a six. <laughs> I also love that he like put these things in his bar and didn't even think about like he can't control them at all. So like that that scene where they pay out on him is like <laughs> Yeah, the, where everyone hits fucked. the jackpot at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like why would you do you don't know how you are a bad con man. Also, You're how just did, a bad I, con man. I, this machine is <laughs> kind of confused me. How did they put money in like how did they bet money on it? Or like you pay I, to confused. play it? It's like a slot machine. I, I think it's like a slot machine. Yeah, that's a pretty boring. It's got to be like a <laughs> slot machine. It's a pretty boring slot uh, machine that you just have like a. It's like yes, no, yes, I think it definitely is like a perfect commentary on how arbitrary and easily manipulated our brains are by luck and lights. Luck and lights. Do it again. Do it again. Uh, damn it. I mean, <laughs> I just like dopamine machines. Yeah, in that in that scenario. And I was like, I mean, that sound was pretty cool. I'd probably keep pressing it to try to hear that sound again. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I do I do want to be clear that we did an episode that has no hollow sweet but uh, it should content. So at it all. should so the racquetball so we picked this episode because the racquetball <laughs> court was clearly done in the hollow sweet set. They clearly just put yeah. up some things on the hollow sweet walls. Yeah. yeah. Um which we were like to which we were like maybe it is cuz we couldn't remember right. it. We're like maybe it is in the hollow sweet. And then I was getting bagels yesterday morning and I decided to look it up. So I searched Memory Alpha and in the plot, like literally like the second sentence is, uh, O'Brien built himself a racquetball court. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But to be clear, (laughs) did they say he built it in like an old cargo bay or anything? It was Because the definition of building something in the 24th century is a little different. You know, he could have just... He like went into AutoCAD maybe and you know built a <laughs> racquetball court for the hollow suite. And so yeah, I built this. Maybe. It was you in know, a hall- like, it the was way in people a hallway, say they make art in Midjourney, they're like, I made this. It's like, no, the, <laughs> no, the you program don't. did it. <laughs> it was in like a like a random hallway. It was not in at Quarks. So, what if it used yeah. to be a hollow suite and they don't power it anymore and like i'll just turn this old former <laughs> hollow suite into a racquetball court well and that, nobody's using it that brings me to okay so if o'brien can just like commandeer uh like some random thing and build a racquetball court why doesn't starfleet do that with a hollow suite and so that that their people don't have to pay quark to use the holodeck every time quark has a contract remember yeah, <laughs> yeah. The gambling contract he has. I know. I'm just saying, like, you gotta, you gotta have some sort of like good, oh, like good relationship, goodwill with, with the. Yeah, because like, the if there the was a bars. Federation holodeck right. on Deep Space Nine, it would ruin Quark's business That's and the true. entire like. To what Darius's point is, it's like then he wouldn't be able to continue being there, and they want him there for commerce and right. traffic and all that. Yeah. And also, it's O'Brien, right? O'Brien's the one that, like, he's chief, so he just requisitions whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> There's so many empty spaces probably on Teroknor that, like, weird, like, what is this giant room for? It's like, this used to be where they had all the Bajorians sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh. fucked up. This uh, was the interrogation <laughs> chamber? Oh, yeah, okay. we don't need that right. anymore. Say no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gulag Seven, yeah, no, we, yeah. yeah, you can t- you Gulag? can use that for your your racquetball court. <laughs> There's just a room full of gold Ducat cutout posters, like <laughs> pointing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we we could just get rid of these. Like, I don't like throwing things away. Uh, somebody's gonna want these at some point. <laughs> it's a perfectly functioning cutout. Yeah, I don't know why we would throw it away. It functions. 
Um, what if what if there's like a closed hallway and we got to tell people to go this way and we're all out of uh, other cutouts? Just put a Ducat out there. <laughs> just put a Ducat pointing in the right direction. <laughs> Hallway closed Ducat for maintenance. Comes, hey. There's one Ducat where he's like this and it's like, Space welcome to the Ducat comes There's back the statues realizes, of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> realizes that he's become a cartoon character yeah. and is not feared by anyone anymore. Like he sees little kids playing with him and he's just like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I should be feared and respected. Um, uh, what did I, you folks like? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, what I liked about this episode, um, I, I've never related to somebody more than I've related to O'Brien uh, when he's playing Bashir the second time and Bashir is clearly throwing, throwing the game. And this yeah. like this hit, this hits like such a deep <laughs> part in me because uh, two weekends ago, with our baseball team, me and Dar's baseball team, you guys know, uh, we went down the to bandits. San Diego. The bandits. We went down to San Diego to play like a little little barnstorming event. We played this team from New York, and we were getting our fucking asses beat, like walloped. But at a certain point, they kind of started like really taking it easy, taking it easy. Not just like taking it easy because they knew that we sucked, like borderline i don't want to be here taking it easy like insultingly (laughs) i was the only i like was really pissed and nobody else in the team everyone was like whatever and i was o'brien i was like i wanted to walk up to them and be like don't fuck you if you're not gonna play your best game then fucking leave i don't want to play this like (laughs) i don't want your mercy okay i don't want your fucking pity all right Go back to fucking New York. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like so if you're going to beat me, beat me. Then beat, beat me. Kill me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, oh, man. It was, uh, I've never felt so, I've never related to a character so much when O'Brien was was feeling it like that. I remember when I was a kid, I played like a game of checkers, I think. Like I was very dumb with my yeah. grandma. Like the first one, I got my ass absolutely handed to me. And then the second game, I was extremely <laughs> competitive. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this lady crushed me before. And there's no, and I know I haven't, like I knew that I wasn't playing better because I still like was doing the same things, you know? There, like, she's, yeah, you don't want that. You don't well, want to be nice. And there's, there's no. something about it because Samuel, <clears throat> Samuel and I both were both youngest children and we both had older siblings that like, it was no mercy all the time. Crush you. Just yeah. like, oh, you, you wanna learn you wanna learn how to play chess? Okay, I'll teach you how to play chess by beating your ass every single time. <laughs> Makes and, you better. And so we play yeah. we play games together sometimes and we'll we'll fucking go at it. Like it's like <laughs> like like two of the three biggest fights we've ever had have been over board games in our entire <laughs> marriage. And it's like <laughs> And so it's like, okay, at a certain point, it's like, okay, one of us needs to like back off a little bit, but it's like, hey, you know what? We're going to fight. We're going to, this is a battle. This is a, a game. Like, competition. Right? Yeah. Me and Darius yeah. used to have pretty fierce <laughs> wiffle ball games. Oh yeah. And he would wiffle not ball. go, Darius would, would whip my ass. And wiffle ball, when we played FIFA on the GameCube, I would have, I don't know if you remember this, Darius, but I would have like fits. Because I could fits. not beat you. I was like... It, it, but I'm pretty sure it all stemmed down from, from our dad just kicking our no. ass. Yeah, he would kick our ass. He would absolutely <laughs> Carl was a no mercy ass. player. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The, 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 closest, <laughs> the closest I've ever come to beating my dad at bowling happened this last uh, Thanksgiving. It was a big deal. It was a big deal because, like, we we go, when we go bowling with our father, you cannot beat you him for some ridi- reason. We're just, we can't beat him. It's ridiculous. So, like, we play three games. The first two games, I absolutely play, like, trash. The third game, like, I, I finally, like, I had warmed up. I was on it. And he was playing a pretty shitty game. And so I was like, great, this is my Time. chance. Yeah, like, this is, this is it. my chance. Last, last, like, four frames, he, like, heats up. And then he straight up, like, strikes two of his three frames in his 10th frame and then spares the, spares the last frame. Yeah. To tie. Or whatever. And so I had to strike my first two to win. And I struck the first one and then didn't strike the second one. I spared it. But then we tied. I got oh, a tie. The closest thing. The closest I've ever come. Uh, that's very cinematic. 
close as it But a tie feels like a win, doesn't it? It does feel like a bit of a win. It did in that moment. It did in that moment. It does not anymore. It does feel like a bit of a win. Well, that's that's like, we're not really big sports people, but the only sport we really, really love is football, Um, Mm. especially college football. Um, And so thanks to the college football playoff, um, our college football teams are playing each other in the Orange Bowl. So uh, Florida State, including my, including my including football. Yon's. So Florida State, <laughs> my alma mater is playing UGA, his alma mater, on Whoa. New Year's on New Year's Eve, um, and we're both like, wow. No matter who wins, we're gonna be happy, right? No. It's like, like no, really, no. we know, we know how it's no. it's like, I was like, fuck college football for making us have to go to marriage counseling now because <laughs> when it couldn't just be fair. <laughs> I also have tons of friends who went to Florida State, including you, you guys. Yeah. Uh, and it is strange. Like we were talking the whole year. Like, hey, if the cards align, if the, everything lines up right, we're, we're going to play each other in in the postseason. Yeah. And lo and behold, here we are, and we're both like, we're like, good luck. Good luck. I, hope, <laughs> I hope it turns out well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it. It, it's, it might be hard. To yeah. Do. Well, and Samuel went to both schools because Samuel went to FSU for grad school and UGA for undergrad. But he's like, I'm rooting for UGA and I'm like yeah, well I only one. went to FSU so I'm rooting for FSU so like <laughs> oh my god I, I in terms of competition with like friends I will say watching the Giants play the Dodgers in the NLCS like 2 years ago was very difficult <laughs> because it's I have hard a lot when you care. Yeah. yeah yeah it's hard when you love them it's hard when you love yeah and I was like damn I can't be a complete I got to chill I got to chill I got to I can't. I just gotta relax. I just gotta sit yeah. down and relax. <laughs> well, and because normally our teams never play, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this year they are playing. We're like, oh shit. <laughs> I, I want to know the updates on the. the I don't really care about football, we but this know. is very exciting yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm very excited. To we got to know the updates. Yeah. I love yeah, a, I love a, like a good little like rivalry. Whatever it is, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah, it'll be New Year's. It'll and be I on love, New Year's Day. So start. And I love that you have Friday. absolutely. N- Absolutely no way of uh, of affecting the outcome of this game. Oh no! Are you gonna put this is competition and rivalry with it works. Yeah, this is competition rivalry with no no way of affecting. Yeah, the outcome. and everyone loses. <laughs> like no matter who wins, we both lose. <laughs> I would. Oh my god! There's a part of me that would just be like, you know what? Let's not watch it. I don't think this oh, is worth it. Oh, we're watching. Oh, no, no, we're I watch. don't think this is worth it. No, UGA oh, no. has oh, no, the superior watching. offense. FSU has a superior defense. It's going to be a mess of a game. I'm really looking forward the to it. The thing about that. An, immov- an unstoppable force meets an immovable right. wall. The yeah. thing about that is even when you try to be like happy for the other person, it just feels, for everyone, shitty. Because like when you're celebrating, you're like, yeah, you're kind of like, oh, this the person I love is feeling bad. And then you look at them and they're like, I'm happy for you. And they're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not happy for me. Don't be. (laughs) Be sad. You should be sad and feel your feelings. And and Samuel and I I are both the type of people where like if the other team scores first, we're like, fuck it. We lost. Like we lost the whole game. That's very much my husband's personality. He's like, they scored first. Oh, we, we lost the whole We're game. Fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah, like, and this is like also my team. So, we, and I watched a lot of the games with them, and we had a very, very bad run. Or no, an unlucky run for about a decade. We've been great the last few years, but like every single game, I'm like, can't play like this. Can't play like this in the postseason. We're gonna get our asses kicked. And, and like we were blowing teams out the entire season. It's like can't make those kinds of mistakes. Can't. And that's what sports is about. It's about never being happy. Yeah, We've won ever. two national championships in a row. Very hard thing to do. And the whole season, I'm just like, yeah, fuck. We lost. Not any good we're anymore. We, just- we lost one game this year. <laughs> not uh, any, it's uh, over. A couple, like a couple years back, I was playing Mario Party with with a friend of mine, and <laughs> we were playing Mario Party. And at a certain point, uh, you know the 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 mechanism in which like uh, there's like a power up where it like randomly picks a person that you just take all their coins. Uh huh. They had had like 150 coins, 
and I <clears throat> had that power up. I didn't pick them. It was at random, <laughs> and I didn't have any coins. Picked them, and I took all their coins, and I was like, unfortunately, uh, all their all your coins just went to me, and they just said, okay, I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> and they just got up and walked away. <laughs> I think that's like maybe the most mature way to handle a situation. Yeah, just like, like you know what? Because Mario Party is designed to you make you want to kill your friends. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel the, okay, I'm done. I'm I don't want to play this anymore. anymore. I think it would be best if I left. <laughs> See, and that leads us back to the episode where it's just like pure chance. Yes. Just random, random order. Because in their third game, uh, yeah. O'Brien and Bashir, Bashir is like getting his ass beat. This is that's on television. Yeah, that's the on live. Um, uh, that's the Quarks there. game where everyone bet yeah. on Bashir, and Bashir is like whoa all over the court the whole time, <laughs> and O'Brien's like all, just like hitting everything. To which O'Brien's done just like, all right, you know, we I'm not gonna let my friend just get embarrassed <laughs> right. like this. What a stand-up guy. Cut the stream. And we got to figure yeah, out what he, the fuck's going on. He goes over on. and he O'Brien's breaks just like, the camera. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> O'Brien's just like, I'm making shots I've never been able right. to make in my entire yeah. life. Even when I was fucking good, I couldn't make that <laughs> shot. Like, it's like he's a, an anime character who like levels up in the middle of the battle, you know, and it becomes like a super saiyan. It's just like, what is this power? How have I harnessed it? <laughs> I love it when Bashir, when they're like, Bashir, bounce this ball off the wall. And he bounces it and it goes into O'Brien's hand. <laughs> he's like, that should have yeah. bounced back to me. Why did it bounce <laughs> yeah. to you? My brain, and- which is also very funny because they're standing literally like maybe a foot apart from each right. other. So I'm like, I don't know. There, any variance could have pop- bumped that over to, to O'Brien. Like, that was my yeah. thought too is like, how does this luck work? Like, if it just goes to him, does that help you? Because the neutrinos think- were spinning for O'Brien in all the right directions 100%. And, and Bashir in all the wrong directions. Uh, it's kind of okay. it's kind of like did you did you ever read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or see the movie? Yes. The 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 ship is runs on an improbability drive. So it's like what is the least likely thing to occur? And that's how like it's like how are we going to get there? It's like we'll just use the improbability drive because it's very unlikely for us to be able to do that. Right. And it just takes you there. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of the reasoning behind it. It's like what is a very unlikely thing I to also happen think, that will mm-hmm. happen? I also think, Dylan, the idea isn't that during the game, the ball would always go to to O'Brien. I think the idea is that in that moment, they wanted the ball Uh, to go back to Bashir, and it didn't go to Bashir. Yeah, because my thought was like, like, how does this actually work in the game? Like, How does this help you in the game? I don't don't understand. (laughs) But yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah. So. And then Humperdinck got swindled out of 10,000 Isics. Oh, this was one of the most validating, wonderful parts of the episode. It's him getting swindled by another con person. Yeah. It was great. Which is the woman he was trying to con at the beginning of the episode. It was a nice little arc there for the whole so thing. Yeah. Good. So was she trying to run a con on him the whole yes. time? Yes. That was the whole point was he was trying to Elorian her at the beginning of the episode, not realizing that she was, she was trying to pull one over on him at the very beginning. That's so good. (laughs) It's a fun episode. I love this episode. The only, the only inconsistency was his shop was where the Bajoran temple usually is. They just refitted the front of the temple, um, for, for the purpose of it being right across the, um, the promenade from right across Quark's. the way from yeah. Cork. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't really Fine. contribute much here. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> no it was, it was, How, how'd you enjoy the episode? Yeah. You like Back it? when I watched it, I fucking loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> they, they even talked about how he, they almost made him a recurring character as like a foil to Quark uh, over a few seasons, but it was wrapped up so cleanly and they didn't really like him that much that they were just like, no, it's fine. We'll just look. They didn't it. like the character. They didn't like Sarandon. Uh, I think they didn't like the character as much. Okay. They didn't Michael Richard. They didn't Armin Shimmerman they didn't on Armin Seinfeld. Shimmer him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't Armin Shimmer him. Is that what you said? <laughs> 
What if the cast uh, of Deep Space Nine were like horrible assholes to everybody? It's hard to believe. I could see the Voyager cast being dicks to everybody, uh, but I can't yeah. see the Deep Space Nine cast being. That I could way. see um, like Robert Duncan McNeil and um, like him having like a cool kids club on the Voyager set. Yeah, I could see like Cisco me and Garrett hanging off. out. You're not invited as an asshole. I could see Cisco just doing, or uh, what's his name, just doing Brooks, whatever he wants to Avery do, Brooks. and somebody like taking offense. I right. See that happening? Uh, like, I'm going to go yeah. have my lunch. <laughs> he like <laughs> leaves. <Alone>. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, though, he mentored a lot of the of the full time cast. Like, if they were like nervous or something on set, he would like pull them aside and oh, like, help them and stuff. God bless him. Beautiful. What a sweet, sweet soul. Beautiful. Uh, do we want to check out the archives? <laughs> yes, please. And then Let's bump. We can come back, archives. chat a little bit more, and then finish this thing out. <clears throat> yeah, are we going to rate this today? I, I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, do okay. you think we should? All it's right, so yeah. clearly on the set. I don't know. I just it's like... it feels like it should be a. Hot Had so this happened in do... season four, it would have been in the hall suite. It's just with season so two, do... and they were still trying to figure out how they wanted to do stuff. If we do rate it, then are we only rating the the racquetball game? Yeah. Because that's what should be on the There were suite. three different scenes in the racquetball. Mm-hmm. There were. We'll rate it, but we won't put it on the, the rankings. Maybe just do an asterisk. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's, let's hop into the archives. All right. Accessing Starfleet Archives, Deep Space Nine. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Oh, no, this way. You have to go this way. Yep. What? what? Sorry. People are very confused as to how to move around the promenade recently. So I just... Well, that's because you. there's a cutout of just like with an arrow and a finger and... Normally, I walk around those things. You're not supposed to walk around them. You're supposed to like pay attention to where they're pointing and follow the directions. Oh, you mean this thing? Yeah. Yeah. This is Gold That's, Ducat. I know. And, people, and since he's not in charge anymore, I normally just walk around him. And, well, I so naturally am little, like I listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Not submissive. I just listen to him. <laughs> I mean, you were pretty... He kind of brainwashed you. <laughs> he didn't call. brainwash me. I was paid. They paid me money. Uh-huh. So something is up. I've stubbed my toe like six times this week. Hey, guys, have you seen these triangle boxes with lights? Yeah, I got like seven what? of them in my quarters. Yeah, the replicating machine just lets me replicate a new one every time I Wait. lose it, and then I find it, and then like, you know. Aren't those the 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 betting machines that that guy uses? These ones are different. These ones are my own personal <laughs> brand of them. Oh, yeah? Those ones are circles. These ones are triangles. Pert box? Yeah. They're, they're Wait, the pert box? <clears throat> yeah. I call them, yeah, the pert box. Pert but box? it's a triangle. Which I... I like that you call it the pert box and it's a triangle. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like them. I get a lot of uh, a dopamine rushes from them. Um, pert, did you program all the replicators to just replicate? Because like that's the f- like whenever I replicate something, it also replicates one of these like on the side. Yeah, like I a, tried like a toy in a in a fast food bag. I attempted to get them for a full day. Yeah. to replicate just that. So if you went up and said, "I please, I would like some mac and cheese, it would just mm-hmm. give you a pert box. But it didn't work. There's some restrictions. Uh, yeah. So That's how you it, went around yes. it. What's what does play? it do? Yeah, what's the play there? It, it just gives you a little dopamine hits. So it has nothing to do with probability. I don't know. I just press the button and it goes, do-do-do-do-do-do. What, and that McCall, makes me happy. Just, Ow! Yeah. Oh man, it just stubbed my toe again. See? Hold on a second. You were standing still. How I don't know. Yeah. What this? What do these boxes do? I do got one of one? these in my pocket here. Let me see. Do 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 do. Ah! What the it? fuck? Yep. Okay. It seems to be just Weird. like really. Yeah. Well, three, three, two, two times is is not a pattern. Yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> do 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 do. Nothing. Right. Let me try uh, one more. I guess maybe it wasn't a pattern. Do, 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 do. 
Oh, that's good dopamine rush. Ow! My brain. It does feel good. <laughs> and I it's hurting you. This is kind of fun. This is weird. No, stop it. Give me that. Do, 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 these are just torture devices. Give me that. But it never works when I do it. Yeah, Tom's is broken. Maybe Tom's is attached to a different Bajoran. Oh, wait, hold on. These are attached to Bajorans. Why are these attached to Bajorans? I don't know. What protocol did you use? Is this a is this a Cardassian? Did you go in the empty room that we told you not to go into? Gulag Seven. Did you use Gulag Seven? Are you using Gulag Seven's programming to make these? I mean, which one's Gulag Seven again? It's the torture room with the big. It was the one next to where O'Brien built that court. The racquetball oh, yeah. court. Yeah, that, those are my headquarters now. Next to the old hollow suite. Yeah, those yeah. are your headquarters now. Yeah. One of the old gulags. You're using one of the old gulags. I didn't know it was an old gulag. It just had had seven on it. it I was literally literally says gulag. Are you going full supervillain? Are you going full supervillain? No, I'm just trying to make like, a little money here. I don't know why. I'm just trying to make a little bit of money. You can That's still all. hear the screams of my people in that room. Yeah, I wear headphones. it's like playing I'm, on a recording. It's just, I heard headphones. something and I put headphones on. I didn't know what it was. I didn't realize it was the screams of your people. Um, I, to be fair, that sounds not good. It sounds very bad. Well, you're the one working there. Well, there's nowhere else to work. I, the, the Gulag 7 was the only available space. That's true. Things are filling up really quick for yeah, deep space. That's yeah. fair. There's not a lot of empty space. You think they would anymore. just use a hollow suite? You think, well, you think that you think that O'Brien wouldn't be allowed to take up a whole bed yes. to make a, a racquetball court for like himself. I remember he was building it. No, I, yeah, I remember his building. He's like, I mean, I like it. I'm sure there's a couple other people, a couple other people on the space station. Like you don't get to take up a whole thing for a couple other well, people. Well then, and he found out that Bashir was another person and it just pissed him off. You think, uh, well, I yeah. mean, if Bashir's good at it, Bashir's, Bashir's really good. Bashir's, I've I've heard, and I don't know if this is true or not. Big old rumor going around that Bashir is genetically engineered. I heard that also. Wow, that's actually very slanderous to say. You have to be careful. It is, I know, but like rumor again, rumor. There's a lot. You're of just gonna start spreading that rumor him. around. You're just yeah. You could get him kicked Tom, out of Starfleet for that. Yeah, your blog, your what did what did you call it? Your video blog or Tom-anon. something? Tomanon. Yeah, my vlog. Your vlog. It, a lot of yeah. people are watching it now, and I'm I not know. sure if your it's tactics are ethical. So that started with you. That was your rumor that started. I, I don't want to say where I heard it or how I got oh. it, but I was reported it, on is it. Is it you that says he has a huge dong, too? Or is that, am I listening yes. to a different one? That's you. No, that's me. Okay. Uh-huh. You sell wow. the supplies. Genetically engineered. Yeah, I think, uh, by the I way, think yeah. you have the, the ads that are confirmed that. supplies. The tailor on the promenade, he confirmed that. That Cardassian tailor confirmed that one. Oh, okay. What, what, yeah, yeah. That's where Go, I got Garak that confirmation. Or whatever his name yeah, is. Whatever his name yeah. is. I don't, you, I don't go to his What were you saying, Lopec, about the ads? Oh, I was just saying, like, yeah, you, 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 you talk about, you know, you kind of air out people's dirty laundry, and then you make accusations, and then you sell these <laughs> supplements that Pert makes. Well, we have to have an output for Pert supplements, or else they're just going to sit inside of an empty cargo yeah, bay. Yeah, I need to get rid collect. of. I, I can't stop making things, so they need to and, get and out I, somehow. Exactly, and I do want to. I do want to say that, like, I never say something that I haven't corroborated with something else. So you have corroborated that O'Brien Bashir has, has a big dog. A huge. Oh, Bashir has a huge dog. Yeah. Bashir. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. genetically. O'Brien engineered. does too, but that I haven't. I again, I haven't reported on O'Brien's because I'm I haven't gotten, seen it yet. You know, you should co- ask his wife. She's around. Yet. She is. Keiko. Yeah, Keiko doesn't want to talk to me anymore after um, last week's episode. So what the misunderstanding. The misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. What? What's the misunderstanding? There's something that was happening in the hydroponics bay. I don't necessarily want to talk about it. Oh, okay. So, sorry. I mean, that sounds... sounds like you kind of just do want to, to talk about it, though. You can just listen to last week's episode if you want to hear, hear, hear about... There's just so many of those happened. promotional ads in it that I can't get through a whole episode, Tom. <laughs> I mean, Pert's, Pert's getting rid of product. So. I have to get rid of it because I, I do not throw things away. It's against my soul right. to throw product away. And if people want to buy a serum that gives them uh, 
a third eye, mm-hmm. then I don't know why they, you know, can't buy a serum that gives them a third eye. I mean, it works. I've had, I've had a third eye for a long time. You just don't know where it is. I mean, sometimes it grows on one of your butt cheeks. Sometimes it grows in your armpit. You know, there's there's ways for it to grow. I feel like places, that's you know? that's really like useless. <laughs> why? I mean, don't you want to? Well, I mean, you had basically you have an eye see, in the back of your head. You just see your. You said your butt cheek. It's like yeah. It just sees your pants. Yeah, but you cut a little hole. You haven't seen the jeans that I've been selling. The jeans. <laughs> That's have, why you have holes in your jeans. <clears throat> yeah, the butt has a <laughs> hole in them. It's not just a fashion thing. It's so your your third eye can oh. see. Oh, so your third eye can see behind. Yeah, you. exactly. Okay, that makes sense. And if you and if you if you order now, you'll get a bundle of the third eye serum. And the whole jeans. Yeah. It also, if you order within the next twenty seconds, you'll get that. Oh, both those things plus our limited edition chairs, which have eye hole cutouts yeah. in them, so you can see uh-huh. when you're sitting down. Someone's trying too. to kill you. Can I get yeah. one of those yeah. pert boxes too? Yeah. You know what? Oh, that comes I'll throw free that with in for free. Order. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm down. Do I need to become like a premium subscriber or something? How many How many Isix is that? It's cl- 70,000. 70,000? 70, 70, that's yeah. not that like many. a lot of ISICs. ISICs like, are... ISICs, the exchange rate on ISICs is pretty insane. Yeah, pretty, I like mean, it'd with, be like... Yeah. With like inflation and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 70,000 ISICs is like maybe a bar of Latin. Yeah. Oh, tops. okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's fine. I'll just give you a bar of Latin. Yeah. Okay, right. great. That sounds awesome. So wait, why can't I go through this hallway... Why do I have to go around this hallway? That's just what the sign says. You gotta oh. listen to the sign. Okay, well, I'm gonna go and uh, I have to catch up on, on the last episode, apparently, about the hydroponic stuff. So I'm gonna go and watch that. Over on Tom. Tom again, again, big miscommunication, non corroborated. Shouldn't have said anything about it on air. Again, this just seems juicy, but. Um, oh, I love, I love the Tomonade. <laughs> I love this this uh, YouTube channel that he started called Welcome to the Tomonade, where we tell you like it's just like a a <laughs> like a, a tabloid. It was like a tabloid uh, YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> we never got to his I motivation. It's like a for Joe Rogan it. mixed with Perez Hilton. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I like love his, I love Tom just hanging out in the promenade, like overhearing <laughs> things and writing them down. <laughs> Can get all the tea like a Yes. All right. Should we rate this right. baby? Let's, I guess rate it. I guess we're rating only things in the racquetball court mm-hmm. because sure. Oh. I'm not going to be rating this episode. All right, that's fine. <clears throat> Whatever. Why? I, it's not even. It doesn't go on to the fucking. <laughs> I think it matters. I think it's real. Sure. I think it's real. It's real. I got. I have to keep a standard for myself. That's I good. I don't get the rate thing I haven't watched. There are three uh, scenes in the Hollow Suite. Uh, hollow Suite with quotations. Um, the first one where uh, uh, O'Brien walks in and finds Bashir there. Also, I love that Bashir just like finds a racquetball court. I don't think O'Brien has said or, anything yeah, d- definitely to didn't anyone tell him. about it. No. No. Just finds a racquetball court and is like, oh, I'm going to start warming up and play a, a game by myself. Like, Bashir. Definitely. <laughs> Bashir's the epitome <laughs> of privilege on board DS9. He is just, he, oh, he thinks everything is his. Also, his little racquetball jumpsuit. Uh, the oh. Yes. <laughs> incredible <laughs> stuff. Truly incredible. They had to make uh, that for Alexander Siddig. Like, he had to wear that. <laughs> there were two different versions of it, too. He had one when he was playing the casual games, and then he had a different one when he was playing the official game. Really? He had like a... Like an, oh man, that's wonderful, guys. I, so there's that, there's that scene. The second scene is when he's taking it easy on, on uh, O'Brien, and then the third scene is when they're doing the, the actual like paid match, and then 
Cisco and is it Kira? Dax. Um, I think there's, Dax, I think there right. is a fourth scene too when he, when uh, O'Brien eats it. Um, yes. O'Brien, O'Brien slips on the ball uh, and like wakes up and Bashir's like, I've never seen anybody take a fall like that before. <laughs> Cause O'Brien had the bad luck at that, at that point. I've never seen anyone eat shit so hard. Wow. Yeah. He's like, the ball went right under your foot and you just bit it like really hard. Uh, all right. Let's rate it, baby. Yeah. What do we got? The dialogue, dialogue is good. The dialogue is good, um, especially when O'Brien is like, "Don't you fucking take it easy on me? Like, you better play Love your that. hardest, yeah, well, you, or I'm, I'm take me out for an idiot here. too." Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm giving I'm giving yeah. dialogue a four because I love O'Brien's little when he gets up on his high horse and he gets all frustrated. It's great. Yeah. Four. Um. Right before I rate it, uh, Asub said that they heard that O'Brien had a suit as well, but he looked at it and said, no way. <laughs> That's <laughs> why he's in that. like that big t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly like better thematically anyway. Yeah. It's really like, it really gives dad is, doesn't it? Like, well, he's in, his, right. he's in his like every man, he's in his every man clothes yeah. and Bashir's like in his like state of the art, Aerodynamic yeah. suit that he wears. Is it the Michael Prep. Phelps yeah. diamond? Yeah. What is it? That, remember when <laughs> they made such a big deal out of the U.S. swim team's suits? Yes, because they had the shark, like the way right. that the shark skin <laughs> was. It's like just making them faster. Aerodynamic. Yeah, I aerodynamic. love uh, O'Brien's outfit. I think. It's oh, fly. also, Daddy O'Brien is shirtless in multiple uh, scenes in this episode. Multiple, and scenes. he looks great. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. He looks. Yeah. He's looking good. Hot stuff. Hot yes. stuff. I get. I get why Keiko is like. Whether you win or lose, you're coming to the bedroom after. Give me that dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But for dialogue, for me, it's a three point. Uh, I'm gonna say a three point five as well. Romance. I mean, there's definitely a bromance going on. Uh, at this point, O'Brien still hates Bashir. Um. This but, is yeah. kind of the, the seed. I think this is the turning point. I think it? this Bubbling. is. Um. Where things start, but I don't. I still think he absolutely hates his guts uh, at this point. I mean, the look on O'Brien's face when he opened that door and Bashir was sitting in there he stretching. Was like, he was like, "Towards the end, though, man. this is. I think this is a point five. They start Towards to warm up to each other quite, quite, yeah. quite well. well. The the um, when they finally realize it's all based around luck and how luck has just been like crazy. Um, I feel like they. They kind of like bond a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a one yeah. for me. I'll say a point five. Point five for Mark. Sorry, I missed the other ratings. Okay, here you go. Check, 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 gotcha. check, check. Okay, you can hear you now. Uh, point five for Mark. Can I get the other scores, please? One five. Okay, action. It's a good amount of action. I mean, yeah, it's good sports action. They got some racquetball going on. I'll also say this kind of goes into camp, but they do a really good job of like capturing that racquetball uh, noise of the ball bouncing off the wall. With the echo. And they add a little bit of like, they add a little bit of future spacey to it. But for the most part, like they got that like. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Um, good. I'm going to say a four for action. Cool. Four. 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 A great choice. Four, four, four. Yeah. Suspense. They they I keep mean, the passing the ball back as far as like who's winning, who's losing, why are people winning and losing? Um it 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 plays into the overall story narrative of the the episode really well. Um The last the last scene where they're trying to figure out why the luck is because they have that scene with Cork and um, Bashir where Cork's trying to get Bashir to throw the game. Yeah. And so then you, there is a little bit of suspense there where you're like, 
is Bashir throwing the game? Did like Cork figure out something to do with the ball, and then it ends up not being anything to do with Cork <laughs> yeah. at all? So. I, we, we forgot to talk about that scene where Cork brings him like the spiked drink to try and get him to. He's <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, the monks brought you this homebrew thing, and he like tests it. And it's like there's like there's like sixty ounces of an- anesthesia in this. In like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to talk, let alone move. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to say a uh, two. Okay. Yeah, 2.5. Because I definitely had that suspense of like trying to figure that out for a moment. Uh, I'm going to go one five. Camp. Five. Pretty campy. I mean, I mean that, the suit alone. The suit is alone. very campy. The suit alone is a five. And the design. The multiple pratfalls. Yeah. Also, the design of the racquetball court is psychotic. I, I don't understand. It's almost like it's a hollow suite. Weird. This is this is where this is how we got to this yeah, episode. Yeah, Dylan, last this week is how we, we decided about the design this. of it. The racquetball yeah, court with the, the slanted walls, like and the, all the fucking targets. And I'm like, <laughs> this isn't a fucking racket, but what is this? This is weird. But they so we looked at the racquetball court that they had in TNG as well, and there's also targets. So I don't know why they decided that targets were the thing to throw on a racquetball. They were court. probably just like racquetball <laughs> courts are boring. Let's let's spice them up. When when O'Brien has the bad luck and he like swings at the ball and the head of the racket falls off, it flies <laughs> off. Like, yes. Doesn't doesn't that happen? Oh, to you're Bashir right. No, that happens well to Bashir. It's not game. O'Brien. It is Bashir. Yeah. Bashir has the yeah. bad luck. Um, I'm gonna say a five. Yeah, I'm gonna go with five. <laughs> yeah, camp's pretty high on this one. Five. One five. You said, Darius. Five. Oh, okay. Quinteros. Quintero. That's a Quintero. I mean, the stakes for O'Brien are the I've seen O'Brien. This is more than the Dominion <laughs> War for O'Brien. This is this, his this, pride at on the line. This is like the stakes of O'Brien uh, during the last episode with our, our first episode back, where like O'Brien is uh, trying to like fix, uh, is trusting. Um, Nog with everything. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like, if he doesn't get it back, like he's fired kind Church of a thing. The Great River. Um, yeah. So they're high. For Bashir, Bashir doesn't give he doesn't a fuck. Care about Bashir's anything. just like playing with them. The stakes for Quark are really high in this as well. Um, the outcome of the game. Uh, so. But we don't see that in yeah, the racquetball court. We don't see but the, the outcome of what's going on in the racquetball court is high stakes for Quark. And we actually do see it a little bit because it's on the screen yeah. mm-hmm. when we see Quark. That's true. Yeah. All right. I'll give it a four. I'm going to say four or five. I'm going to go with a four. Computer, what is our final score? That doesn't matter, apparently. Calculating. Three point two five. Three point two really high. high. That's very good. high. Yeah, another case of the Deep Space Nine inflation effect. No, it's a good episode. <laughs> it's, it's just a good. great episode. It's a banger. It's it fun. was a great. It was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the asterisk here. Yeah, because it doesn't technically take place in the Hollow yeah, Suite. It's triple asterisk. Even though it's the same. Even that we we lost you again. Uh, even though it's the same. Uh, <laughs> Same set piece, just some stuff thrown over it. Okay. I put strike through on all the scores so we know in the future to ignore it. It's there, but it's not there. It's there, but it's not there. Well, folks, I was going to say thanks for listening this year. It's been a weird year. So really appreciate you still listening. Because this this is our Christmas episode. Might may might be the last episode of of the year potentially Bef- potentially uh we're we are recording a week ahead right now so happy holidays um, baby yeah happy holidays yep. yeah. or if you prefer not to have happy uh, holidays you know just vibe just vibe just, just vibe just enjoy out. the vibes vibe days <laughs> happy vibe days baby happy vibe days <laughs> happy vibe days uh, the five day time in the city. This podcast, if you like it, subscribe, share it with the person. Give it as a gift. 
Give Wrap it, it as up. A gift. Give it as a give it as a gift. Man, we should. That'd be really funny to like create little like things you could print out with a QR code that just sends them to <laughs> like. Oh, thanks for this Apple podcast. This crap. Google podcast. <laughs> thanks for not buying anything. Great. Um, if you really enjoy our our goofy antics, there's even more of it on our Discord, uh, including um, stuff from people who love to contribute and have a good time. So. Mm-hmm. Head over there. There's uh, talk about episodes. Um, the new season of Discovery comes out in the new year. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of um, uh, talk about that. Uh, I know that Prodigy is coming to Netflix, I think, this month. Prodigy is coming to Netflix, I think, around Christmas. Um, and so um, I'm sure people will be watching and talking about that on the Discord as well. So join our Discord. Yeah, the link is lot, in the description. Yeah, a lot of trick going on. Our intro and outro music uh, was created uh, with a song that was provided by Bodyline. Uh, they gave us the permission to use that, and then Jan threw some sweet stuff on top of it, um, and the Midwest Collective gave us that permission as well. So thanks. Uh, thanks to Verona Blue for providing the computer voice. Yeah. And as We're part of a oh, podcast man. network called Indiesaurus. Check out other podcasts on that network. And... As always, PB, CBS Paramount Go Global for now, or Paramount CBS Global, whatever yeah. they're calling themselves. Wait, what's going point. on now? Are they are they oh, in I, turmoil again? Well, the the no, majority uh, stakeholder who is an heir of you know John Paramount or whatever, <laughs> she, whatever. John she is, she is Victor strong, Paramount. Yeah, she's str- Victor Viacom. She's strongly <laughs> considering. Selling her portion of of the company, which would then lead to Paramount being owned by. There's also rumors. Yeah, there's also rumors that uh, that they're in talks with Apple about bundling their Mm -hmm. streaming services together. So, like, if you could get a bundle, it's just going to be cable and Apple. Just what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're fan podcast. Leave us alone. Um. Yeah, because I saw that uh, WB. WB Universal Kids Discovery WB Kids WB Discovery is there's like a sixty percent chance they're gonna default and go into bankruptcy. So what do you mean they cancel all those shows <laughs> to save money and they yeah maybe they should release the movies that they make instead of just <laughs> putting are it are the into, studios just collapsing before our eyes? well they have like they have a bunch of morons. Well, AT&T, what AT&T did with WB Discovery was they bought the studios, saddled them, HBO. saddled them with a bunch of debt from, from their debt, put a bunch on them, then spun off the company and gave it to his, the head of AT&T gave it to his golfing buddy, fucking David Zaslav, who doesn't know how to run a company. And now he's tanking it because he doesn't know what to do with the debt, doesn't know how to be a CEO of a company. And so this- Zaslav got lucky because he had Discovery. Like, and Discovery had some shows that people enjoyed yeah. watching. But then once you actually take over something like HBO or something and you don't know how to run a fucking studio, he just took all the money and now he's just going to let it die on the vine and go off and Because you're, you're used to running a network that makes like House Hunters and that kind of stuff. Right. And not like, oh, serious TV shows that people want to watch and it's stupid. The, the, the watching the slow death of HBO very it, has 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 been very sad. <laughs> it's been very sad to watch. <laughs> so fuck Look. the studios, fuck the CEOs. Um, you could fire the CEOs and replace them with uh, robots, and give the money to your writers and your actors. And uh, well, I just want to yeah, be clear. First, you know, the if first the studio is interested AI, in hiring me, you know, I'm, I'm happy to unfuck <laughs> the studios. Uh, Mark, you know, you might know some oh. people in the industry who also. <laughs> I'll be the CEO of a of a studio. I'll just ask fucking Chat GPT how yeah. to do it, and it'll be the easiest job of my life. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for watching. Computer and program. <laughs>